Riverdale Rewind, brought to you by Scott Clark Auto Group. And it's Thanksgiving. Well, almost. In Riverdale it is. It is. But I don't have any food. I would really like to eat some stuffing. You know what my <laughs> favorite stuffing is? The There's a place here in Charlotte, North Carolina called Roasting Company, and they have a cornbread a cornbread stuffing, but they don't have it all year. And so I'm wondering if it's back. I actually messaged them to see. (laughs) (laughs) The sponsor by Scott Clark auto group though. You can use your car to drive, get drive there and get some cornbread stuffing. Mm. Are you doing any kind of like Friendsgiving this year? I'm doing a Friendsgiving this Sunday. And then, um, then obviously Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah. My friends are doing one this Saturday. I have not decided if I'll be partaking in what I will be making. Yeah. If I, I do, I'm, I do an apple pie. It's easy. Yeah. I um, I said I would bring these pumpkin bars, but to be honest with you, I'm tired, man. I think I'm just going to pick up something from the store. Yeah. Oh, and also, I remember I have an easy pumpkin cookie recipe. That's a good idea, too. I just don't feel like making anything. I just I want to just buy it and take credit. I would just buy it and be like, that's what the pilgrims did. Yeah. They went to Teeter. <laughs> Teeter was here before. A Teeter is a nader, a native. A nader? nader. It's a te- <laughs> nader Teeter. Teeter is Native American. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's not. But maybe if they want to sponsor us, that'd hey. be cool. We could go get Jingle Jingle. Remember that oh, yeah. one time we did that? That was it. That's at um, Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah. We were talking about Teeter. Yeah, you showed me they have that ice cream now, which I need to just completely avoid. They have Jingle Jingle ice cream now, which if you haven't had Jingle Jingle in general from Trader Joe's, make sure you do that. Unless you're on a diet. And uh, try not to carry a bunch at once because then you'll knock over the entire stand. Yes. And if you're trying to, like, go up a weight class in wrestling, it's a perfect treat for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to be buying Jingle Jangle this year. We did a live video from there last year or the year before that? Oh, uh, I think it was two years ago now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I haven't had Jingle Jangle in a while. And uh, we were there live. You can still find the video on Jess's Facebook page. and That's news to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess you can. My Facebook page is still just Jess WCCB. And um, that's when we were trying to handle so many Jingle Jangle, and I knocked over the stand, and everybody looked. Oh, yeah. God, that was a while ago. It was a long time ago. But anyways, uh, it's Thanksgiving week in Riverdale, and a lot did happen in this episode. Yep. The... I would say, okay, the weirdest tradition, uh, it's not a tradition, but it goes back historically in the Blossom family is cannibalism. Yeah. Did you see that one coming? Because I did not. I did not. And I'd be happy to not see it again. (laughs) So here's a question, though. Uh, Cheryl and Tony decided to invite Cheryl's auntie and her weird cousin. Like, what was his name? Fletcher? I don't know Lynch. if Fletcher is a weird name. Fletcher or like it was something like maybe something. Are people still name their kids Fletcher? I do. My nephew's neighbor, he that he like plays ball with or whatever. His uh-huh. name is Fletcher. I feel like it's like a um, negative sounding name. Yes. Fletcher. It's like, like it's I'm going like, to Fletcher all over the place. Or like his name is 
something it's like Fletcher or something anyways the dude is super creepy both of them are and uh, they decided to scare them because the auntie has been stalking them ever since the uncle went missing which obviously was killed in the basement and did they cook them in the pie or are they just is pretending the, is it like in fried green tomatoes is it the secret in the sauce or that or they or are they really just pretending that right i would actually think maybe they did well that would be one way to get rid of the body but like how do you prove you ate is like how do you prove because she was like we could get you in big trouble it's a felony to be a cannibal and, and how do you prove that yeah they would have to uh take a dna analysis of their dump yeah that's how they would do it. Hmm. Well, I guess that's the science there. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, so they get super grossed out, super freaked out. They see um, zombie Jason because they wanted to prove that, hey, we're not joking around. Um, and hopefully scared them off completely. Yeah, hopefully. That whole plot line is really... I feel like the writers didn't really have anywhere to go with that character this season. Or with the Auntie and Fletcher. Yeah, I, f- yeah, I feel like whoever's working on the Cheryl timeline, it's it's like we want to keep this character in the show, but we don't really have a lot to going on with her. Yeah, so it's like this weird subplot that I could, I could care less for. And also think about it as an actor. Like, they've only been on one set. They have not interacted with, like, their co-workers all season. Like... I imagine it's kind of like, so are we, we doing anything with the Blossom family yet this right. year? You know, I w- and plus people like Cheryl so much. Like, she has actually a huge following. But also, have they made her too much of like a caricature? Like, she's not she's not very well rounded. She's very kind of one note. Yeah, um, she she's yes off balance. What I see though, what I was excited about is it does finally appear like next episode that they're getting therapy like it looks like everyone's getting therapy i haven't the, seen the, t- the trailer of the next episode it looks like there's like a school guidance counselor and there it looks like it's like a montage of a bunch of them going to her so i'm like finally somebody called in a little help for the kids a of Riverdale. counselor yeah counselor wake up from your nap because you have a lot to do they they need some help there at riverdale um uh the archie plot line it was cute because it was sentimental and there were some like happy moments with the mom but um again i just don't see where they're going with that and i i understand how she would be upset over fred passing away like who wouldn't be upset when you share a life with somebody but they were divorced so and she lived in a completely different state so the fact but they that they were newly divorced, I thought they were that was like a newer thing. No, I think they've been divorced for a while. I don't know. Either way, she was living in another state for uh, several years. Either way, you know. So why would you be that upset? Being like, I just miss him, but like you haven't communicated with him in a very long I time. Think it's maybe the nostalgia of it, and it didn't seem like they had a not amicable divorce. It seemed like they were. The, um, like happily divorced and they always Mm -hmm. seem friendly to each other when they came in when she came to town but i i i you know i could see it because i think things like that just kind of make you think of the good things instead of all the bad things i think when you're in the thick of it you kind of harbor a grudge on the bad stuff um but it was funny that the turkey exploded at the perfect time and i kind of knew that that was going to happen because he kept on like messing with the 
the temperature gauge. Yeah. I knew that that sucker was going to blow. I just didn't know exactly when. Um, how did you feel about the the what's his name the dodger family dodger family yes I, again i think pointless unless they're going to be causing more trouble down the line or something but we still don't know who attacked dodger right right we do know that you know it wasn't archie and his crew obviously yeah and you know they're thinking unless it is unless archie did it and then made it seem like he didn't but w- I don't think Archie what has the, it in him, to be honest. Right, which is what the Dodger family thinks as well, is thinking that Archie is the one that caused the fight and abuse and all of that, and he called the ambulance. Um, they are also insinuating that Mr. Lodge had something to do with it, which we don't know because he told Archie no when Archie requested him to take care of Dodger. Yeah, but I think Mr. Lodge is the kind of person that says no and then says, like, okay, would this be beneficial to me? Mm-hmm. And then would maybe do it for his own. You know what I mean? Like, like don't give him an opportunity to ha- hold something over you. And I think that's what Archie did there. I think he saw, like, oh, like, I'm not saying it's definitely Hiram, but if it was, I think it was a case where Hiram saw, hmm, he needs my help in this way. What could I do? And then hold it over him Mm -hmm. for for blackmail later. So I think that could be what we're dealing with potentially. But wouldn't Mr. Lodge and Dodger be working together? I I have a feeling they're working together. Well, they could be. um, Or he could want him off the streets because he wants to control everything. That's true, because Dodger could be hurting his business. I, I feel like Hiram doesn't work together with people for all that long. Right. Um, so maybe or maybe when Archie said something, he was like, hmm, I don't actually want this guy on the streets. I want to take care of the problem. And then did something to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Or so we thought. Or just enough to make it all Archie look culpable by putting him outside the gym. Um, so I don't know, but... I would say that the Lodge family has the most potential of having uh, an interesting plot going forward, especially with the sister in town and then Fred, or not Fred, um, FP and Hiram fighting at dinner. Yes. What started that fight? I can't even remember what, like, egged him on. Uh, So it started because basically Mr. Lodge is now the mayor and he wants FP to be his little bee. And oh. do all his B work. I see. And and FP's like, I ain't no B to nobody. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Shaking his fist up in I'm, the air. I'm a serpent. I'm a serpent. <laughs> yeah, I felt like that actor, Skeet Ulrich, was trying not to laugh while he was exclaiming that. Yes. I'm a serpent. <laughs> I ran my own gang before. <sighs> I miss my days of gang running. I thought you were going to say something completely different, but we won't get into that. Where Nomi's head is. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You never know with the serpents. Anyways, um, so now the plot's going to change next episode because Alice, first of all, I didn't realize that FP and Alice were a thing until this episode. Like, I knew that they were maybe a thing, but this episode confirmed it. Oh, yeah. Aren't they living together? Yeah, but I just thought they were, like, just helping each other out. But, no, they're in a relationship. Are they not helping each other? (laughs) But they are in a, like, full-blown relationship. It's it's Facebook official. Yeah, and they're Do you think if Alice had, like, an Instagram, it would be like, Mom, 
girlfriend to FP, like with his handle Instagram. And my handle. daughter is dating my what's, stepson. What's your opinion on that? I'm gonna throw some shade right now. I don't know specifically people who do it, but like the Instagram accounts where it's like wifey to like, and then their name, their Instagram handle. Yeah, that is. Is that how you define yourself? I, I guess. I don't know. I just am anti all that crap. Yeah. I, I don't put that on there just because I have a lot to say and there's not a lot of room to put it there. <laughs> my, this is how great I am at, at that sentimental stuff. On Tuesday, both my boyfriend and I realized our anniversary had been Monday. <laughs> so we're Nailed like, it. Well, well, we had a good one. <laughs> good job. <laughs> High five. I was like, that's a for, fun fact for our listeners. I actually have a kidney infection or something currently right now. So I was like just kind of suffering on Monday. <laughs> You're like, uh, happy anniversary yesterday. Um, yeah. God. Um, I could use, I could use a coffee, but I can't have coffee. Yeah. If you could see Jess's face right now, she's struggling, but she's doing this for you. Just for you, viewer or listener, that one, one listener. One listener. <laughs> I was like, I almost checked the analytics before this to be like, is anyone actually listening? Do we need to go today? Thank, thanks. Thanks, Jeff Arrowwood. So if you are listening, <laughs> just click on something so we know. Give us a sign of life. <laughs> Which we will talk about um, in our other podcast, Nancy Drew's yeah. uh, Mystery. Oh, but before we go, Jughead. We got the whole point yes. of the episode was Jughead. Yes. Um, okay, so I'll do a quick summary. Um, we got time. Betty finds Mr. Chipping's. Apparently, they're in like a secret society, which we kind of guessed. And then she finds his pin in the room of one of his those classmates, the female classmate. Um, I can't remember her name. Donna. Donna, because that's a name people have now when you're 20. Um, (laughs) So Donna was um, having some Donna time with Mr. Chipping and um, like one-on-one tutoring. She has little tutoring sessions and uh, or so she says, and she says that, that she came, she dumped it or something because he was like an abusive boyfriend and he, and that's why he killed himself. And, and that creepy Brit who is just dis- He's revolting. Awful. He's revolting. It's something about the way his upper lip is. Yes. Where he doesn't talk. He talks like this a little bit. Yeah. And, and it's teeth. like, are you doing that on purpose? Or is that how you always are as a person? He's doing he, a great job acting. Yes. <laughs> like he has the face that you just want to punch. Punch. You're kicking the mouth. So, yeah. I. Mm, anyways. Brett is I, he's trying to make it seem like well we were practicing writing suicide notes as a a, a writing exercise which no school would have you do right exactly you sued your pants off and then and they're trying to pin it all on this Donna so then Betty confronts Donna saying you know she found the the pen and she Donna says that's what happened and then when Jughead's gonna go tell the headmaster it turns out that Donna already went and and told the headmaster and Brett's like well she felt she had no choice because Betty went in her room and found those things so I find that to be quite a setup Mm -hmm. I'm also wondering though if this whole thing is an elaborate way to get a book written like I wonder if like a lot of it is all pawns in like a great story at the end of like I like okay so at the end when we see like it was a couple episodes back where we saw FP break into the school not break in but like bust into the science class and say 
Jughead Betty and or Betty, Veronica and Archie are under arrest for the murder of his son. I wonder if the whole thing is an elaborate, like if he's acting, they're all acting. It's a whole elaborate setup to either catch those kids in a plot, the the school Stonewall prep kids in their in their like murdery plot, or and and in supplement to like write that first book. So I, I kind of think it's all staged. I would have to agree with you too, mm-hmm. but also um, just to think about this too i think they're also actively trying to figure out a way to kick jughead out because he is such a hardcore competition by himself compared to the group of them right hence the reason why they planted that camera the face jughead's bed Uh that will videotape him and betty having sex Uh uh-huh yeah i think but i think that's kind of as far as their actions go i don't think he's they're gonna kill him Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't think they're going to kill him. I either. think it'll come down to a scene where they're like, you know, like attacking that Brett, like and the Brett is actually way wimpier than you think. Like he would never kill somebody. Right. That's what I like. I think it's going to come to that. Like where he's like crying and like, no, man, he never would do that. I'm just a wrench. <laughs> Which I also, since we're talking about Jughead and Betty and this whole situation, I love the fact that Betty clubbed him on the back of the head. I do too. <laughs> because that was like, nobody was expecting that. Oh, like as the secret in society, Donna, Brett, like they were not expecting Betty to come out of nowhere and yeah. club them. Yeah. I like Betty. Betty's one of the stronger characters this season. Absolutely. Um, I just think the only character that's not really well written, which may be just the way it is, is Archie and Cheryl. I don't like what they're doing with Cheryl this season. They're making her too much of a character. I don't like it. Right. She's unbelievable at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So that's a very interesting point of view. I wonder what they're going to do with the Buddy and Jughead sex footage. Well, probably distribute it like they did the thing about Moose. Yeah. Um, um, Yeah. I, I would like to see the downfall of Brett specifically. Or I'd like to see a scene where they punch him in the face. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I hope that he gets his own medicine, like the taste of his own medicine, but I doubt that would happen. Um, We're just going to have to see, and that's going to happen next episode, which I don't think there is uh, an episode next week. I don't think so because of Thanksgiving. Right. So in two weeks. So everyone enjoy their food. (laughs) And bring me some cornbread stuffing i'm gonna go see if i can't eat it right now i can't eat anything well in two weeks we'll find out jess's food eating habits (laughs) bye (laughs) you sound so sad i am follow us on instagram it's in the show notes find riverdale fandom on wccbcharlotte.com 